Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop by the guitar community. This episode is brought to you by Joint Pain. <laughs> I mean, might as well be. Might as well. That's, that's what I'm dealing with today. Uh, it's brought to you by uh, us and listeners like you. Uh, check out our Patreon if you'd like to be a supporter of the show. Uh, I think we... Let's see. Yeah, we promise shout-outs. So support <laughs> us. You get a shout-out. By the time we get new people in, we might have stickers because I think Sticker Mule has a thing going on this week. I wanted the clear ones, but you wouldn't get them. I I thought they would look cool. I'm waiting for another like die cut special. Those were die cut. They were just clear. Oh, they were? Yeah. Okay. Then I'll definitely wait on another die cut and or clear one then. Yeah. No, because the clear ones would be great because you can put them like on your back window or something. And that way someone, you'd be driving down the road and people be like, what the Frick is the effects loop. Yeah, so uh, join the Patreon and you'll get a sticker whenever we get them. Yeah, so Will, one day, coming <laughs> coming soon to a mailbox near you. Near you. Uh, so, Chris, what's new? Uh, I just got <laughs> done placing an order on Reverb for a Tangerine Sparkle uh, 72 Tully Deluxe. Uh, tangerine sparkle. Uh, the reissue so uh, s- that's gonna match the bass so well with the sparkles yeah and like I-, I was thinking about it the other day it's like okay for as much as i'm like trying to potentially like start punk style bands my guitars are definitely not punk like matching the aesthetic <laughs> aesthetic yeah. of it all <laughs> but oh well it's more looking like you could be in the a U2 cover band well tangerine orange like sparkly i don't know maybe like jackson five or casey and the sunshine band Earth, Wind, and Fire. I could actually, sadly, the guy that's like very interested in being my guitarist has like brought up breaking out some of those old stuff. <laughs> Man, I, w- so... I always wanted to get into a band that had horn players so we could do 25 or 6 to 4 like all the way through. Uh... I would kill to be able to do that. <laughs> um, Let's run a track. We have the technology. Let's, let's do it. I, actually, it's just me and a bunch of holograms. <laughs> There you go. So, uh, and then let's see what's new with me. I got, oh, the, uh, Dan Electro pedals came in finally and one of them doesn't work. Is it just like a bad solder joint? Like, have you opened it up to look yet? I opened it up and it, uh, I don't know what's going on with it. I'm going to probably contact Dan Electro and, uh, pardon me, see what they can do. Because I can't get a hold of the the seller on Reverb or on not of on Reverb course. on eBay, I've sent like emails for a week now, so I'm kind of just sitting around waiting, seeing what's gonna happen, and I'm hoping what I can do is get Dan Electro to repair it and have the guy cover the bench fees. That would be good. I think that would be like the ultimate win, at it because I I posted in the inner circle for 60s tackle hum, and everyone's I mean and I got a good deal on them like a really good deal. So I'm not like super upset, but I kind of only bought it because it was the full working collection of them. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of that that little disappointment. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably contact Dan Electro. I might be like, hey, I bought a whole set because I like Dan Electro and I talk about him on my podcast and see if maybe they'll be like, oh, yeah, dude's got a podcast. And they'll like 
hook me up on the repair. Honestly, I think they'll be really good because Dan Electro has always been really great about like emailing them, like yeah. uh, and saying, "Hey, I'm missing this part," and they're like, "All right, what's your address? We'll send you a part." So they and they never charge, so it's, they'll probably be a pretty cheap uh, repair. And uh, the the pedals are the they have two names for some of the pedals, mm-hmm. um, like the CEO tremolo. I think was also called something else. And then I've got the Texas Trouble, which became later became the Pride of Texas, or it's the other way around. But I've got the one that they don't make anymore. It became the Pride of Texas. And so they don't make that casing. So if anything, I might buy the new one and just change the guts into the old casing. Might as well. So that's pretty much what's new with me. I need to get ordering on something. So I'll have something fun to talk about. But there's a lot of new stuff that we can start ordering soon because we've got to talk about a lot of NAM stuff in our gear news because we transitioned. <laughs> um, <laughs> Five out of ten. Yeah, that was, that was a five out of seven transition. Thank you. All right, so uh, almost, I think like 100% of these are all NAM announcements. Um, I think so. NAM's coming up in a couple of weeks. We will not be able to be there, sadly, but we will be reporting all the fun stuff to you that yep. we get to hear. And if you see anything cool, if you get to go, uh, put it in the group and give us whatever information you can on it just in case or if you it see things doesn't on... make the press. Oh, yeah, or if you see things that are like on Instagram, random weirdness stuff. But I know yeah. uh, 60 Cycle Hum will be there, and the Gear Sum will be there. So I'm sure they'll be posting stuff, so you should check yeah. them out too. Because uh, I'm sure Winter Nam has that back wall, like Summer Nam does, of all the odds odds and ends. Uh, that's my, that was my favorite <laughs> section. What was it, the little, it really was. the little like... Uh, Oh, uh, stethoscope. The stethoscope, yeah. Yeah, that was like, I still love that. I still wish I, I should have bought one. I should have gotten one. Uh, still can. Still can. They're on the website. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. <coughs> Pardon me. Don't die. Yeah, we're going to have to edit that out. I'm just kidding. Don't die on air. <laughs> Dang. Podcast first. <laughs> uh, so PRS debuts uh, some new SE models. We got the Santana single cut trim, the schizoid, and Paul's guitar. So we've got all of these are the SE line. And... Honestly, I think th- I like the single cut trim and the schizoid better than uh, I like it. That schizoid's cool. It's got a Pink Floyd vibe, like Pink Floyd's uh, The yeah. Wall cartoon. I mean, if you're into that, yeah, I could see liking maybe, it. But Maybe I am into that. It's definitely a, uh, how does 60 Cycle Home put it, the player uh, art style versus yeah. The Wall hanging. This is yeah. definitely the player's. This is player art because it is correct whenever you're holding it like you're playing the guitar. Um, let's see. So uh, Paul's guitar ships in February, Schizoid in March, and then the S the Santana single cut is going to be later in the spring. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, <coughs> a note for the since we're because the other two are just normal, right? Just extra like an artist model and a mm-hmm. RT model. Uh, the Paul's guitar is basically the, I guess best way I can put it, poor man's, uh, PRS Super custom. Eagle. Oh, the Super Eagle. Yeah, cause it's got the uh, too many toggle switches and all that good well, jazz. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I do, I don't know, the neck, I, and it's got the Mother of Pearl inlays, bird inlays. It's not oh, like yeah. the white one, either the 
mother of pearl so i mean it, it's really cool uh they do look really nice i like this you know what you know what's really cool about this se the paul's guitar it doesn't say se on it i don't Ooh. think none of these do these are wrong there's no way it's going to come out like this because they've got a normal paul reed smith headstock they don't have an se headstock like I, it doesn't say se on it unless these are like just these specials. are mock-ups. no 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 oh you think these are mock-ups these are mock-ups they've got to be mm. there's no way that they're putting out an se guitar and not having it marked se now, are these kind of on the higher end of the SE? Because nope. the no. Look, well, this is seven ninety nine, seven hundred ninety nine pounds, seven hundred twenty nine pounds, seven hundred ninety nine pounds. Let's see how much is this going to actually be in U.S. dollars? What I'm, I don't know. Maybe. Oh yeah, these are right at the thousand dollar mark. Oh, so yeah, these are up. These are up there because I think the SE line is usually around eight, like eight hundred maybe tops and that's because, probably for like a signature model like the zach myers signature yeah. so um that's still not bad though for a good looking prs because but there's the, there's no way that they're putting out a, an se without se on the headstock i don't think yeah, they've done that uh, do they even have an se with a flame top like the paul's guitar has yes they do okay yes yeah, so this will be interesting if they actually do These, this since they, you I mean, because if you were to look at it and scroll through, the only thing that makes this look like an SE compared to a regular PRS is they don't have the covers on the pickups. Because that's mm. pretty, because not a lot of PRS, Paul Reed Smith guitars don't have the covers, but a lot of the SEs do. Oh, maybe they're changing it up and... There's no way they're devaluing their number one, their like main brand. This would be interesting. I think they'd be Nam, Nam drama. Here we go. So <laughs> yeah. So okay, that's like yeah. I honestly think that they'd be devaluing their their number. Their like moneymaker brand. Well, not their moneymaker, but like they're higher in line. Just based on the headstock shape. Not the shape. It's not having SE written on it. The shape oh. is the same. It's oh, a fr- okay. It's not marked as an SE guitar. I wish we could zoom in on these pictures. You should be able to. Oh, wait, no, I think I see the SE. No, there's no way, because it's got the signature. and I yeah, don't... It's got the signature and then something under that. Oh, my. Are they putting the SE that small on it? I guess Maybe. they are. Holy crap. Yeah, that is SE way in there. <laughs> okay. So take back my little minute rant. <laughs> Mini rant. <laughs> That's freaking fantastic. That's really cool. I okay. kind of want this Paul's guitar now. I, I really want the Paul's guitar. I want all three of them. They I look should great. return the uh, Telly Dwight's <laughs> well, like, can Paul's, Paul's guitar comes out in February, so you've only got a month. This is true. Uh, anyway, okay. So that, that's cool then since we figured that out. I'm, so. I might... Dang. I was talking about getting a guitar this year. That might be it. All right. There we go. Um, so let's move on. Since I was wrong about something, uh, we're going to have to move way fast through this episode then. Oh, that'll be fine. Uh, the Rubicongus? We'll Ra- go with it. Rubicongus? Valve Bucker <laughs> is the first ever tube-driven electric guitar pickup. So I saw this today uh, brought up in another group. And it says, I love... The quote, in one of the more WTF announcements of the show, 
So it's a Finnish luthier, like from Finland. Um, they've unveiled a valve bucker, which is a humbucker that's got two two driven. Yeah, but it's the first the and it's... only two driven electric guitar pickup in the world. But there's a reason why we haven't done this before. Because it's not a direct drop in. You have to route. Well, at not, least a giant circle into your guitar. Not even that. Why? Why do we need it? That this is honestly solving a problem. I was going to ask you that this question. No one has. <laughs> no, I've never. I mean, why? Number why one. Why couldn't this just be a pedal? Like, wait, what, what's no, no, the no. actual specs? Because this is all getting wired into a signal chain regardless so why couldn't you just have no, no, a no. special pickup even then even then, then you're taking something i guess i mean so you've got active pickups why does oh, it that's... need to be active with a vacuum tube that makes Beca- no s- because uh think about it this way your emgs uh-huh could basically be like your solid state uh it's crate just, amps it's just a and now this is your uh you know fender uh deluxe whatever the uh whatever that popular amp is that fender uses okay so i'm gonna try to see if i can explain this like one idiot like explain it to another so like i'm five I'm going to I'm going to explain it to you like we're both five. <laughs> so it says I'm going to read it because we're going to try to I really want to like kind of dissect this. The unit itself features a tube amplified active preamp circuit utilizing triode and pentode new old stock tubes and is powered by an XLR cable running from a floor unit fueled by a 12 volt. AC power supply. So I guess it's running kind of faint, like phantom power mm-hmm. with the XLR to power it. So you've got to have a foot switch to power the preamp that's installed in your guitar. So why couldn't you just go ahead and have this like all included into the preamp? Why not just <laughs> put that in the pedal so you can play your guitar other places and not be stupid. I'm sure it'll wait. The floor units features two inputs and true bypass AB switch to alternate between a valve bucker equipped electric and regular guitars. Mm-hmm. So you can play regular guitars through it too, which is stupid because I want to play that guitar. Well, there's, there's nothing in the foot pedal. It's just the power. Section, yeah, it's essentially. So on the I'll, guitar itself, volume and tone controls are complemented by a three-way switch and two-way boost switch. This is. I mean, that's kind of cool. That if it actually provides a boost, that that could be fun. Okay. The but is it no 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 twelve hundred dollars fun? That's it. That's what I was about to get to. <laughs> the valve bucker will be available as a custom option on this brand's guitars for an additional. 1200 euros just go or pounds or whatever which one that i can never remember that's euros yeah let's see what that translates into real quick i feel like we should have my matt knight on here uh 1369 dollars. hell no that's stupid 
I'm sorry. I've bought I've I've bought stupid crap before, but I've never been like, "Hey guys, can you uh like route tubes into the guitar so I can put that and run it into my pedals and then into my tube amp?" Because tubes are so great. I mean, okay, tubes. So do you think there is actually a no, market for this? Hell no. This you don't is, think the tube no, guy that sits no, on the uh, Gear no. Talk forum. Do, Swearing up and down about tubes in his amp, no, tubes in his pedals, no. tubes now are in his guitar. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because when it comes down to it, none of them would have the balls to have that routed into their guitar. Okay, and number one, you have to already be buying this brand of guitar. And then However much they are. Uh, you know, I'm going to look because if you're already buying this guitar, you've got to be spending stupid money because <clears throat> you're st- stupid in the first place for doing this to a guitar and but i'm guessing and i would hope that there's a way to bypass this preamp and use this guitar just in a regular rig but because it sounds stupid enough i'm gonna guess that they don't have that as an option because that would be smart and they're already doing stupid stuff i mean this is like the only people I could see really wanting this are like steampunk people, like who are just so into it. But in mm. that case, if you're doing steampunk, you're you're honestly going to end up with a oh, what's the guy's name? You might as well just buy the tubes and put LEDs in them. Okay, so a stand a in stock guitar from them is five thousand five hundred, like euros or American dollars. This is U.S. dollars hell no i'm sorry that would be like all right so that's a that's doug cower area we'll say price range we're sitting around cower mm-hmm. that'd be like hey doug can you uh put this stupid ass system in my guitar i'll give you 1300 more dollars because i make stupid decisions with my life this is just horrible I mean, I'm it would sorry. have to sound really good to like win me over, but it's definitely not going to be this, 1300 win over. This has to make me play better. Like it's, <laughs> it's one of those, like, I mean, I've bought things because I was just like, I mean, not that it made me play better, but I just kind of felt like it did. I felt like it took me to a new place yeah. and it made me, it just brought me into this area where I felt like I was playing better you know mentally so that would make sense but not thirteen hundred dollars this thing better pay my mortgage too i mean if it makes you play better you'll get famous and get the pay so there you go (laughs) no this is stupid i'm not i'm no this is a total flash like try to look cool thing Sorry. This is an attention grabber. That's all it is. So how about another attention grabber? Uh, Zildjian is now making in-ear monitors. Yeah. I think uh, I I said I had an opinion on that. I know you wanted to bring it up just to talk about it. My opinion on it, (coughs) um, it's cool, but if you're Zildjian, you're number one uh, audience is going to be drummers, percussionists, mm-hmm. and th- 
this isn't what they're going to want to use. No, they probably already have a good pair of well, know, 64s or some other Well, the thing is, brand. and this is my only thing with it, is that as a drummer, you need to use over-the-ear noise canceling or you need to use custom molds because mm-hmm. you're usually you're going to be in a cage you've got a lot of noise and you more than anyone need to be able to hear what's going on that's um fair. that's my only argument with it besides that i hope they do better than fender did yeah yeah that was another thing i was going to bring up of other brands that aren't known for in your monitors making in your monitors yeah especially since there's no other information like driver like number of drivers it's a dual driver kind of oh it is dual drive okay yeah because i read okay and one i skimmed it's dual dynamic drivers how much it features a 178 yeah that's what i was trying to get i couldn't google or i couldn't like i don't know it wouldn't work but um yeah 178 bucks for a dual driver universal fit isn't that slightly cheaper than the sure dual drivers I don't know. Two fifteens. I don't know. The two fifteens are the most common. I think, but you can find those on sale. Okay, those are a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm from Sweetwater. Yeah. You can find those on sale, but they're a hundred bucks. And I don't, I don't know. The, I feel like the quality is probably right up there with like the KZTs. Is that the name of the company or KST? KZT? Uh, pull it out of my ear and look uh, oh yeah because you're using them zst zst that's it there's no k um yeah so i'd say they won't they might sell a couple pairs but i don't think they're gonna fly off the shelf it's gonna have to be for that die hard fan the guy who's the zildjian who's like yeah endorsed by zildjian or wants to be endorsed or look like he's endorsed terry lee bolton and then we are going to move on to the supro premium all analog delay pedal i'm actually sorry i just got really distracted because there's a chantix commercial with ray liotta going on oh my goodness so uh, the only thing i have to say about it is it's a analog delay pedal the cool cool thing is uh the, it's so it's the 1313 delay pedal or 1313 i don't know how they're gonna um it's designed by uh, Howard Davis, who I guess worked on the EHX Deluxe Memory Man and the Pigtronics Echolution, uh, which is pretty cool. It's a bucket brigade cool. delay. It looks really cool. It sounds neat, but let's see what the price. Let's see what the what the street price is going to be. Does it have it? Because it's probably one hundred ninety nine dollars. But don't buy it right away, because if you wait three weeks, it'll be on Stupid Deal of oh. the Day. <laughs> you can get it for seventy nine ninety nine. That is true. Uh, there is no price yet. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It looks pretty cool. Uh. It's a Supro. It's gonna be sturdy. It's gonna last. I don't think it sounded like anything super special that like Mm-mm. really jumped out at me. It's just. A delay pedal, which no is weird because I love delay. But it's also analog, so I can understand that. So we, this yeah. might be, what's Supro's normal price for like their line of pedals? I don't know. For some reason, I'm one ninety nine ninety nine sticking out, but I feel like that's too high. 
Um, new, I'm seeing, yeah, 199, 200-ish area, not used. Yeah. So if they keep it in that price range, that's not terrible for a analog delay with some oh, decent features. Snap, the Blues King is already up for pre-order. The Super Amp from oh, last week. Yeah. It looks so nice. I'll give it that one. That 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 amp looked great. Sorry, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got to say about the Warren. That's Vietnam. all I got to say about that too. It's that's all I got to it, say. About it's that. cool, but not my <laughs> nice. thing. Yeah. Um. So, Audient and Two Notes designed the ultimate guitar interface, or they may have. I was actually pretty impressed. I was because uh, it's got a tube in it. So anytime a lot of us see something has a tube thrown into it, we're always skeptical of, you know, is this actually going to be worth it? Well, I would say that for an interface, a yeah. tube would be a good thing. Because if you think about it, um, a lot of, look at recording consoles, stuff like that, mm-hmm. that people went direct into, like Neve consoles use uh, tubes. Yeah. Or, which or, is, yeah, which is where I was going with this because... Um, well, this uh, did you, uh, we mentioned it was where the brands go. Uh, Audient and Two Notes. Two and- Notes has really good, uh, like Cab Sims power amp simulators, and the tube is a twelve AX seven. You can actually kind of work in a little bit of preamp stuff from well, here. Two Notes makes good quality products, from what I understand. They do. I've never been able to use any of their stuff, but I've never Ooh. heard anyone bash them. And let's see. Audient points out that vocal mics and synths can be routed through the valve preamp EQs and cab sims as well. So you can route a lot of stuff through it. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this sounds pretty cool to me. And the street price is 450 which to me doesn't sound that bad for what you're getting. You're getting cab simulator. You can do some preamp stuff and you can actually save three presets to and use. it's designed to be used with pedal boards, but negates the need for an external amp. Although it always records a clean DI signal for reamping, so you can, you know, and that's a, a big thing that you know we've gotten into is reamping. Mm-hmm. So this and is if really you wanted cool. to, you could take this with you since it stores stuff. <laughs> Just take a direct box with you and run it from the line out, and well, and you you'll see it's uh, expandable up to ten inputs via ADAT. ADAT. Oh, this oh, this is good then. Yeah, so it actually so you can record an entire drum set through it too. Yeah, this is pretty good for a starter, and if these, it's, for especially for something with the two notes name on it mm-hmm. for under five hundred, and I don't know if this is like MSRP or if this is what it's going to actually be when the it 449? comes out. Four forty nine. Yeah, that's not bad. No, it's not that, and that's this is really good for, um, like the guy who's recording at the at the house by himself, and it's got it where like if he ended up wanting to record more, he can expand it. So this is pretty awesome. So mm-hmm. kudos to Audient and Two Notes. They might they may actually you know what I I always laugh at the like the titles of the articles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They, they actually may have just designed the ultimate guitar interface. <laughs> so we're going to move on to Black Star launching the feature Ram HT200R Mark II head and combo, which I'm going to, I didn't actually get to hear it because the, uh, the demo was acting stupid. 
right. uh, there's not much new to this because this is part of their HT series. But when I looked on their website, the HT uh, Mark II series, um, the lowest power I think they had was a 50 watt. Mm-hmm. So this is cool because these amps have uh, XLR output, um, headphone output. You can US- connect this up to USB to record straight into a DAW. And, you know, just for the lower wattage, this is that's really the only reason I wanted to bring it up is just to say, you know, hey, this is coming out. Because the Black Star stuff doesn't sound that bad to me, honestly. No, it doesn't. Um, I'm going to jump out of order and we're going to do the orange. Uh, they're unveiling the pedal baby 100 power amp and trim Lord 30 combo amp. So I don't know. I've never been into orange pedals. I tried to watch the video, but the guy's accent was getting to me. (laughs) He's got a real thick British accent. Like not, not where it's like cool to listen to. You're just like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, just stop talking. Yeah. So if you're if you're actually from the uh, United Kingdom, Great Britain, England area, I apologize for insulting that guy's accent, but it's bad. Three hundred and eighty-four dollars for that. Yeah, for the uh, pedal baby. Is it even? It's cla- It's it's a hundred watt power amp. Designed for guitarists running pedal boards, modelers, or digital processors. So this is like if you um, like You're gonna have to hard sell me on this. If uh, like your Kemper, you get the unpowered one and you want to run into a speaker on its own. Like not not uh, sorry, like not a powered speaker, but a passive speaker, you Uh gotta use a power amp. So Kemper or like Helix, if you want to run your Helix into like your four by 12, you're going to need a power amp. So, I mean, it's, it's okay. I feel like you're buying the name at this point. Yes. You're 100%. Well, and I, what was the price on the power bait? Like three, two, three, something? three eighty. That's not horrible for a power amp, but it's, de- you're definitely buying the name orange. And it's weird too because it doesn't fit in a um a rack. It's not well, I mean it looks like it's thin enough. You might, might they might have a half uh, was it wings uh yeah. for it eventually. Maybe I didn't see it. But it does look thin enough. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's kinda silly. Not silly, but I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. I've also also had a bad experience with orange. I played, I'm also okay with buying generic uh, branded power amps. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I just got the powered Kemper because I figured trusting them with half, you know, with like 75 percent of the time, and just let them finish it up. But it's a. Uh, I don't know. I so I played a my friend Blake. He had a, I don't know, an orange amp. And man, I hated it. I hated the sound of it. He did too. After I played it, I was like, "Did you?" I was like, "Man, did you? Do you really wanted it to sound like that?" And he just kind of looked at me, and I was just like, "I kind of felt bad." But I played a Daniel Shields from uh, DS Guitar Engineering had mm-hmm. 
He had the orange amp that's in stereo. It sounded pretty good. Oh, yeah. So I got to play that. So, yeah, this stuff's out for orange. That's kind of why I uh, jumped, <laughs> because that's it. Keep, that, keep it on amps. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, orange made another amp. Um, but so we're going to announce we got two more things that were announced. Um, Strymon announced the Volante, which I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced because it sounds Italian when I say it like that. Volante. Sure, so, we'll go for it. We're good. That's how it's pronounced. So um, if you're in the group, you already know how you feel about this. I feel like Strymon put out another delay pedal. Woohoo. It's like EHX announcing another fuzz. <laughs> like I just okay it's like EHX announced to fuzz I'm like yeah and I woke up today that's kind of how it goes yeah but the it seems really cool I've it's a uh, based on an echo rec um which uh, I don't know the details uh, there's a lot of people who are more knowledgeable about this but not all tape delays are created equal. And I believe um, this one, I think the thing that really makes the echo rec and like the space echo different is it runs on it's magnetic drum echo. Oh yeah. Like uh, drum versus tape, I think is what it was. Yeah. So this can apparently do like drum. Uh, well, it's still tape. No, no, it's not magnetic drum. Oh, echo, one was like disc like, or something. One's disc. One's, you know, this different thing, yeah. but um, this is a, this is a delay that they haven't really touched that much because um, you've got the L cap, which was a tape delay, but that was based more on the uh, Echoplex style, and this is based more on the Echo Rec, which are two different things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I kind of want to look up because I want to give credit where credits due because there was someone in our group that straight up schooled people hmm. oh while you're looking that up uh the other good thing about this is it's actually the same uh height and depth i guess would be the words um as their standard like single pedals it looks wider it's i wi- mean it is wider, wider okay. but as far as like front to back and height it's basically the same enclosure i would love to see this format because it's a uh, three Foot switches. I have your on-off favorite and tap all actually on the pedal. Okay, I wouldn't so, mind seeing this format more from them. Okay, so um, all right. So Chris Isaac in our group said the Echo Rec uses a magnetic disc for the echo sounds. Echo Plex uses the magnetic tape. Quite different beasts in function. Maybe not in sound, but he prefers the Echo Plex sound. But he was also selling, considering selling his LCAP and getting this. Jason Fuzzmonger put, the way they degrade is very different. The way oh, the way a Space Echo and Echoplex degrade is different. Shoot the different models of Space Echoes and EPs, and they degrade differently too. So <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, but it's different. And it sounded okay. It's not my style of delay. Oh, no. Because it's more of like, I prefer a digital delay and kind of like a, I'm more of like the U2 style delay and this mm-hmm. is more, and also kind of like the Pink Floyd style, which gets some of the sounds you can get with this, but this is more of like a reverb and delay together and kind of like a spring 
so it has a spring reverb on it and i think a lot of the demos has a lot of spring reverb on it and that ruin it doesn't ruin the sound for me but it kind of makes me not enjoy it as much because i don't want to hear the reverb yeah we're not big string reverb people I like spring reverb whenever, but like when I do it, I want it the drippy sound and I'm playing surf stuff right. or like kind of like the old. You so know, when you have to have rock. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I don't use it all the time. It's though. not your go-to. No, my go-to is definitely, um, a, uh, hall reverb. Yeah. Um, another thing in this article that I think we actually skipped over and I think got drowned out was there's actually a multi-switch plus coming out too. That gives you three presets on like the Riverside Sunset and the full Volante. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So again, if they'll like V2 their dig into this enclosure and still give us the multi like this multi switch plus functionality, I would be on top of that. No questions asked. Yeah. Because that would put that would bring if they just went with this format in general, you would have all of your secondary features on the front. But the the crazy thing is, though, I'm going to say this, that I enjoyed more than anything about this announcement was how much, how everyone was saying this looks like the rehoused DD20s. Oh, yeah. I think it looks a lot like the visual sound delay. Oh, there's the, that too. Uh, what else were they saying? The uh... I forgot what the other one was. There's another one that people were saying. Yeah, they got a bunch of multi-effect stuff. Oh, well. Forget yeah. we said anything. We forgot. No, but this <laughs> does look like the visual sound tap delay. Mm-hmm. Just with better buttons. And last on our gear news, this was announced, I think it was announced today or late last night. Um, uh, the, 23 the offici- hours ago. The official announcement is not out, but Ernie Ball posted on their Instagram of a VP with a tuner built in. So they got it out before JHS got the seesaw out. Oof. Um, and Schnoble Tone has been doing this and modding them for a, for a while. They've been using what Polytune minis. Yeah. So, but this will be pretty cool. I don't like the placement of it so much being right in the center. I feel I I would like it closer to the top, kind of the way Schnoble Tone does it. Mm, yeah, I could see that. But this is pretty cool, built-in tuner. Uh well, oh, it's a strobe tuner on top of that. It's not it just is, your standard. Mm-hmm. tuner it's actually a strobe tuner yeah so this will be pretty cool oh it's got graphic volume display too Ooh. yeah that that's gonna be the one that's actually really cool is the graphic volume display oh it's this it says ultra durable kevlar coated cords um wait is that that's that be new, the string yeah the new string okay that made it sound like there's a permanently attached uh power cord for this thing no okay but yeah, this thing is uh, pretty dang cool. So uh, we're also hoping that it's going to be decently priced. Because what's the rough price of a VP Junior now? Like 150 140 I think it's 140 something like that. I think this will be under 300 Uh, 99 new. Oh, I, I got the, sorry, the last one I bought was the anniversary. Oh, you got the uh, V, uh, was it the VIP, MVP? The no, it's the it's just the twenty fifth anniversary. Gotcha. Um, so I got that, but this will be pretty sweet. They'll have to <clears throat> Andrew at uh, Fox Chiro or Chiro. <laughs> One day he'll have to tell me how to pronounce it correctly. He's gonna have to redo his uh, the way he does it 
and get the tuner in because this this will sell. Yeah, that wouldn't be too hard. Okay, Plus I think, you can get you know, rid of the giant Ernie Ball logo on the top too. Yeah, so I'd say this is going to be 250. 200 to 250. I want to hope 200 max. Two, 200 would be the, I think, the like best price. That $200 would be the one that it's going to fly off the shelves and it'll be back ordered. Mm-hmm. 250, it'll sell pretty well. I think above 250, they're going to struggle. Yeah, because you're going to be starting to see VP Juniors on Reverb, Craigslist, and stuff for Cheap. 30 bucks. I don't even think they'll get up to 50 because the market will get so flooded by the time this hits. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to have a hard time selling it. I kind of want this now. I keep looking at it. Well, uh, hopefully they'll announce pre-orders uh, same day, too. Yeah, so they're announcing it at NAM. Or announce it's available now. Just yeah. pull a Bethesda games and uh, say, hey, it's available now. Oh, JHS commented. Hold I on. saw that. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh my gosh, everyone's tagging Snobletown and JHS. Curtis, courtesy of Snow, Snobletones. The guy said, I'd rather pay $10 for a clip-on tuner. Okay. Okay. You, you lose that uh, clip-on tuner and tell me when you wish you had something on your pedal board permanently. Yeah. People complaining about the string breakage. Oh, my gosh. Well, That's... if it's got the... This, the see, my, my issue with the Ernie Ball stuff isn't the string breaking, because I've... The only time it's broke on me is when I was trying to fix another issue of the string slipping on the pot and it not going down all the way anymore. Oh, oh so the person up there who's defending Roman is his wife. So that makes more sense. Oh, I mean, that's kind of like, that's like really sweet. Goals. That go on there. But I was like, this person keeps commenting on anything that has snowball tone. And then I clicked on the picture and I was like, oh, okay. That makes more sense. I was like, Snowball fanboys. Yeah, it's his number one fan. It better be. <laughs> I hope so. I, like, you just see some guy go up to him and be like, I love you more than your wife. <laughs> it's got really awkward really fast. If someone came up to me and said that to me, I don't know what I'd do. I might, uh, like... You could test that theory at Summer Nam because I don't think Roman was here this year, so this... This no, last year, so it see. might this might be his year to be here because I think he does it every year. You mean every other year? Every other, yeah. So we'll have to record that if that's the case. I'm just gonna go up to him and be like, "I love you more than your wife." <laughs> if somebody <laughs> he's th- gonna have no idea, we're gonna be like, "Go back to listen to episode. What are we on? Forty four, and uh, you'll understand." <laughs> Forty four, Reggie Jackson. Keep it real. All right, so that'll get. Oh my gosh! I just imagine someone doing that to me. I just turn and like lick them on the forehead. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, have I now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make you more uncomfortable than you can make me. Do not worry about that. Yeah, Ask this is how Diaz been... gets kicked out of Summer Nam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So we had a couple topics that were pretty cool, and I, I don't. I think I'm leaning more towards this one, which is how do you keep playing guitar? like deal while dealing with life so steven uh oh man i'm gonna have to say his name on air i'm gonna go with conradi but that's just because i watched uh what is it uh the leonardo dicaprio movie tom hanks catch me if you can mm. he's like he's like hand ratty 
It says it just like that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm going to go Canriati. Um, I want to read it like exactly how he said it because it was actually really cool. Dang it, Bobby. I can't find it. How can you not find it? You're the one that posted it. <laughs> I know. All right, hold on. Because Steven went nuts in the group and commented on everything. So, uh, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. How do you keep the inspiration to play when times are tough? Work life and family life. So one of the hardest things I feel like is especially whenever you move into the wife and kids realm of your life or even just the wife part of your life, whatever have you, um, your attention is yanked. Mm-hmm. into a million directions um i've got a job that like never ends it seems i'm always on call my phone's always on i'm always being bugged it's the job that never ends i mean we've had to like change recording because i had oh, to go yeah. it's it sucks so i've got that that wants my attention 95 percent of the time i've got my wife who wants and deserves my attention and I've got my children who want and deserve my attention. And that leaves very little time for me doing the things I want. And when it's time for me to do the things I want, I'm so damn exhausted that I can't, I physically can't do it. Do so, you leave your stuff uh, set up when you're home? I try to. So That's another what, thing that I think helps because I don't touch my guitar much unless it's like a week before I get scheduled to, you know, play somewhere. Because most of my, all stuff, of my stays, stuff stays put up. Yeah. My stuff stays like usually what happens is we get home from church on Sunday. My kids help me unload and it sits there until the next Sunday morning when it's time to load up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's tough. Um, and I try to have things set up, but it doesn't work out like that usually. So it's, it's tough and I, I'd have to say that one of the best ways to deal with it is if you're in a relationship, it's when you're even, you know, I used to talk like, oh, well, I'm still, you know, in a younger relationship. My wife and I have been together for nine years, eight years of them. I've been married. We just celebrated our anniversary last, well, like three or four days ago. And uh, I always think, oh, we'll we'll get to the point where. Um, we can do things on our own, but it seems like the older we get and the older our kids get, the less time we have together. So guitar kind of falls. That's like the last thing that I'm worried about. So what I have to do is a lot of times I have to like force myself. Hmm. I have to be like, okay, I have to like schedule time and say, this is my time for me to play guitar. Yeah. And I have to make that happen. Just like I have to schedule time with my wife. I mean, my whole life is kind of on a schedule. So I've got to like make it happen and schedule time for the kids and do all that. So I'd have to say that, especially in tough times, that's whenever you need to play because music is therapeutic. And that's a good way to release um, your yeah. emotions. Even uh, if you're just sitting there like, playing messing around with your delay pedal that still like helps and the good thing is that quite a few times yeah and it's a distraction and it's time for you to clear your head it's almost like a 
I just watched the episode of Parks and Recreation where Ron went and did yoga or he did meditation with uh, Chris and he's like he's like I sat in it the whole time I didn't think about anything I just looked forward he's like I don't know what the rest of them yahoos were doing and it's like that's literally what you've got to do mm-hmm. to is have time to empty your mind and not think about stuff and kind of give your mind a vacation and rest and whenever you're playing guitar that's i think a really good time to do it and especially especially not during that time you don't if learning something is therapeutic to you then learn something new but half the time whenever i'm stressed out and i want to play guitar i don't want to learn something because if i can't get it right away it stresses me out even more but i want to like sit back relax and just make noise so like you said playing with your delay pedal something like that so I think you it's not just playing guitar too it's it's what you're going to do um I wouldn't do anything that's considered challenging if you're stressed out that's not the time to rewire your pedal board when? unless that's therapeutic unless, for unless you. that's like your thing it was like I'm kind that's of not to my the thing. point I I like problem solving and since my board isn't one of those that's like super congested you know mm-hmm. if if a cable's not working you know, fine. I'll pop it. I'll pop them out. Figure out which one it is. If I got to make a new one, takes what thirty seconds because I'm using George L's. Mm-hmm. So stuff like that's not uh, that's not too big of a deal for me. If I've got like the exact number of patch cables and one goes out, like if it's a pre-made thing, yeah, then I would be stressing out a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, whenever it comes to playing, what do you like to do when you're stressed out, playing wise? <sighs> as it depends on which kind of stressed out if i'm like stressed out like kind of like in the dumps i'll probably like sit here play just like mess around with some swelling or just trying to figure out like uh practice getting from one position to another smoothly if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so that way if you're trying to do ambient stuff you can do it without you know, being too much of a distraction. Since I play in church mostly, that's a big deal is making sure you're not too much of a distraction. Uh, if I'm kind of stressed out and more of a anger way, you know, I'll break out my Green Day playlist, pull up yeah. Ultimate Guitar, and yeah. just beat away at stuff, you know? Yeah, I've been... Uh, one of my things that I've been lo- loving to do lately is <clears throat> kind of listening to music that isn't on my... It's music I love, but it's not like my normal routine music. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Hugh Lewis in the news lately hmm. because ble- their guitar player is phenomenal. And that's like the ultimate dad band, in my opinion. And I feel like I'm turning into the ultimate dad. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was cool. So on the way to church Sunday, I, I was riding with my son michael who plays bass i was like i was like have you listened to Lewis in the news and he's like i don't know and i saw i started playing it and he's like oh that's from back to the future and i'm like telling him i was like you on back to the future you know that huey lewis played uh one of the judges for the talent show Mm -hmm. and was like the guy was like it's just too damn loud or whatever so that was it was pretty cool but and when we got to church i learned the opening riff to uh what is it uh i want a new drug which is uh, also known as the Ghostbusters theme song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, I don't know that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, that's the song that uh, Ray Parker Jr. 
uh, ripped off a uh, ripped off for the Ghostbusters theme song. Oh. So check it out. I want a new drug by Hugh Lewis in the news. Those are fantastic song. It's actually the lyrics are pretty funny. Talks about he wants a new drug. Doesn't uh, what was it? Um, I'll have to. You'll have to look it up. But it talks about like he doesn't give in red eyes stuff like that. So it's actually about drugs. I, I think it's actually about love. But he uses a lot of drug references, and those <laughs> are always fun. Let's see. I want a new drug, one that won't make me sick, one that won't make me crash my car or make me feel uh, feet, feet, feet thick. Uh, I want a new drug, one that one that won't hurt my head, one that won't make my mouth too dry or make my eyes too red. So it's actually a pretty cool song. Um, so I don't I'd say that that's like how to keep playing in tough times. In my opinion, it, for me, it's forcing myself to play. Yeah, because that's a big thing too. If I get to, so, um, we're about to get deep with Diaz. So I actually suffer from what's called being uh, bipolar with manic tendencies. So that's where, like, if you see me buy a lot of stuff in a short amount of time, that's actually a manic episode. Because um, that's one way, like, it's you have really high highs and really high lows. So when I'm really like in a good mood and really high. I buy stuff and make myself feel good. But when I'm really low is whenever I kind of like go away. So, and that can last a while. So when I get into that, uh, kind of funky phase of being in really low lows, I have to like make myself play guitar. Um, so I think that's like one of the, the things about how to keep yourself playing in tough times is making yourself. Yeah. So that's like, uh, even in any relationship, uh, You've got to make yourself spend time together sometimes. But you also got to make yourself spend some time like to yourself. Away from each other. Yeah, <laughs> to yourself. Well, I'm saying like even with a guitar, sometimes you have to make time. And you know what? Some, it's okay to not pick up the guitar for a little bit. If you're feeling uninspired or you're feeling like um, kind of uh, stagnant, sometimes it's good to step away for a minute mm-hmm. and then come back and, re- and revisit and see how you do. So that was, uh, I feel like we just went on an episode of like Delilah, <laughs> Delilah, which oh is my, goodness. I like set, that. And, and John Tesh set your go-to nightly, uh, entertainment. If I'm, if I've got the kids with me, I put on Delilah <laughs> cause either it's if, if I'm driving and it's like late night, I, I do love Del- Delilah. I, I remember listening whenever she, uh, one of, whenever her, I think her son passed away or something like that. Mm. That was crazy. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I like Delilah. That was yeah. uh, the effects loop with Delilah. <laughs> so, do you have anything else to say? Uh, no. Uh, well, maybe uh, if you're in the position to to have like some kind of practice rig at home. Mm-hmm. So, because that's one thing I need to actually do is like clean up my little studio space and leave like something, even if it's just my amp, like plug, like one of my practice amps plugged in. It gives me something I can actually like sit down and play, especially since I'm mostly electric. You know, that gives me something to actually sit down and do, and not have to set the entire rig up, which a lot of us have to do. Which is part of why I haven't touched a guitar in a while, is because I got to set up everything, <laughs> and that can be a big, I don't know, inspiration killer when you got to like when you're feeling really, really inspired. 
to actually sit down and play and then you get the mood killed because you have to sit down and do the hard work before you can have the fun. Mm-hmm. So, like, go buy yourself, like, what, the Katana Air or something yeah, that has the... some built-in effects that you can, like, plug your headphones into and call uh, it a day. Even then, um, I, I enjoy messing around with, like, GarageBand has a lot of cool stuff in it. So if you've got an iOS device and you can pick up, like, a... Um, like a sonic port or an iRig something cool like that those are a lot of fun too and sometimes it's really cool especially playing with those because you're messing with gear that's not yours so Mm. you're kind of jumping into like a new realm or (coughs) oh pardon me sorry or you can get something like helix native so if you've got a um mac or pc yeah mac or a pc and you've already got an audio interface you can plug right in and have all those effects and have a lot of fun. Um, another thing that's really fun with that or along those lines is, uh, if you can find an old line six, uh, the AUX one or something like that, the little audio interfaces, those come and you can actually download like pod farm and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool too. And those are cheap and inexpensive. Uh, because I think they only have you can only find them used, but pretty much the way it's set up is if you have it hooked up to your computer, you can download those programs and use them for free. Hmm. So that's another cheap way that can help keep you playing in tough times. Like I, you've made a really good point with having something that's really accessible. Yeah, not having to set up a whole rig. So if you're like me and you don't really have like a gear room, my gear is kind of just throughout the house, and I do have my uh, <coughs> cower. Uh, not coward DRS rack. Um, and that is in my living room and I put my camper on top of that and I've got that pretty, I've got a pretty fast hookup on that because all I have to do is I have my power cable and my, uh, head rush speaker and all that ready to go off to do is set my camper down and plug mm-hmm. those in and I can plug my guitar in and be ready to go. So that, that's helped too is whenever I really want or I need to play, I can do that. Yeah. So that, that, that just to me is it seems like the best thing to do, especially if you're like if you're legit feeling like down and just need a way to escape. That's like the last thing you want to do is sit there and get put your frustrated. rig together. Yeah. You know, because not it's not always frustrating putting your rig together, but it's a it's. I mean, if you're if you're already down and not feeling like happy go lucky, that's something yeah, yeah. you don't want to do anything. So that's. Re- removing one hurdle or obstacle or step in the way so i mean life's a garden dig it keep on mm-hmm. keeping on all that good stuff um i think that about wraps it up yeah i think so too well hot dang um <laughs> and steven uh always keep playing don't stop believing uh i'm trying to think of other inspirational lines I uh, bless the rains down in Africa. So thanks for joining us. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. You can quote any Michael Jackson song in your review if you'd like. Um, I'd prefer if you did Man in the Mirror. Uh, follow us on Instagram at The Effects Loop. Join the Facebook group. Uh, just go to Facebook, search for The Effects Loop, and find the group. Follow. You can like us on Facebook. We don't have that many likes. We probably should start pushing that. Be like Maybe. I mean, Freak. we already post uh, the what is it? 
the podcast and our group and yeah all that so yeah nothing but too you, special just kind of flip there yeah so join the group um join in on the discussion uh if you hear <coughs> us say anything that you don't agree with uh, go tell us how you feel and we won't argue with you uh, um, send it to kelly at dundermifflin.com and yeah oh yeah. okay. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go check out our YouTube, search for the effects loop, because we don't have a fancy URL yet. If you listen to us on YouTube, um, I've got a buddy, Chris, who lives in Florida. Chris, if you're listening to this, uh, shout out 352. Uh, he's he's going to be mad that I did that, because only uh, only, only trashy white people do that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Everyone does it. I was going to say, uh, that's uh, all of my county, then. Because we what? all go, all everybody and their mom is always going around saying the 901. Oh my gosh. Well, that's not as bad as where I live. 865 area code. They changed the area code from 423 to be 865 because it spells vol, V-O-L. Because we're right here in UT. Did you know that? No. That's why my oh. area code's 865. They did that, oh. <laughs> I think, in like the ni- 80s or 90s. But they, they sure did. Um oh. I had a friend that used to always say what it do with the three five two, <laughs> but yeah, he was white trash. So. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never listen to this, so it's okay. <laughs> check check out our YouTube. Email us at theeffectsloop at gmail.com. Um, check out our Patreon. Uh, we got different levels starting at like a dollar, going up to however much your heart desires. You can give a give us a million dollars if you want. That's okay. That would pay for us to go to Summer Nam. We could go, we could go to Winter Nam. I'd be able to quit my job <laughs> and fly out there. And I'm sure that we could get some sort of pass inside. We've Possibly. got. I think we can do a week at Disneyland too. Yeah, a week at Disneyland. <laughs> oh my gosh, it would be like that thing you do. All right, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah, so we'll check you out next week. We'll check them out. I mean. I know most of them on Facebook. So. Is that how podcasts work? Shut <laughs> We're the ones watching. Yeah, it's this new type of podcast. We're ahead of the game. Yeah, so Michael Newman, please put some pants on while you're listening to us. Thank you. In the Good morning. Mo- Good morning. Good morning, Michael. Uh, Don't wake up the cows. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Uh, see you guys.